2: And welcome to another edition of the Disney Brit Radio Show. Thank you once again for joining us. And uh, I suppose we better go around the table and say hello to everybody. So, hello, Alan. Hi, Adam. How are you doing? Oh, I'm not too bad. How are you? I am battered. You're battered. My head is battered. Oh, that's not good. Does that mean I'm not going to shout? If I'm going to talk really quietly, I'll turn all the music and everything down.
0: Oh, no, it's not a hangover. It's oh, right. nothing no. like that. Just Which, not- although it should be, because I did drink that bottle of Prosecco in that kebab. You drank the um, kebab? That's a bit of a worry. Yeah, it was it was a wet one. I don't wanna know. No, No, I'm 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 working about sixteen hours a day. I'm trying to see the kids. It's just, uh.
2: ah, kids will be there. It's fine.
1: Hello, Craig. uh, Craig. Why a why pet? Why a petals? How you doing? All right. right. Good. Good evening. Good evening. How are you? uh, I'm just. I'm fine. I'm just having me tablets. Stick to the land and what bit? Yeah. Be all Essex yeah. or Kent or whatever it is. Well, um, Essex stroke Kent, yeah. Whatever. That's the one. He's on the yeah, well there, th- Thanks for inviting me. It gets me out of sitting there watching Call the Midwife, so thanks for having oh, oh. me. on and telly's awful. Um, don't awful, even get to see Top awful, Gear. Okay. It's joking.
2: Top Gear, yeah, I've got it recorded ready for when we've uh, finished.
1: But I can't even record it because Dancing on Ice, the result shows on, so oh, I have to then download it on oh, iPad. Yeah. We well, can watch so it online. So Come round afterwards. Okay, I'll pop up.
2: Yeah, pop up. I know it's, it's about two and a half hours <laughs> away. You've seen you, you, you have got control of the telly dunks? Not on Sunday. Not on Sunday.
0: Yeah, neither do I. So that's why I don't bother even attempting.
2: (laughs) We're (laughs) all the same. Brilliant. No, I I get control of the tape most of the time. Actually, I do alright But there you go.
0: We're we're doing something wrong then. Clearly, we are. Adam, give us tips.
2: Tips. uh, Just I don't know.
0: That'll be the third part of the show of the year uh, The marriage
2: tips um, Can yeah. I just say
1: I did alright though when, when the app came out Because I sat there changing channels And nobody
2: knew I nobody, could, do you it. could do it See, that's the winner, that's what you want to do Can I just say, uh, before we kick off um, uh, This week on, on Facebook Bacon Gate does seem to have set off uh, I'd just like to say that we are um, We are not part of Bacon Gate And we do not endorse British or US bacon We do eat both And do enjoy both a lot there we go. So I just wanted to oh. mention Bacon Gate.
1: Can, uh, Can I uh, put a, uh, sorry, Alan, I was just going to say that turkey bacon, though, no, that doesn't come into it. That's, no, that's, that's wrong. No, that is okay.
2: wrong. Yeah, but we're talking about normal, proper, okay. from a pig yeah. bacon.
0: Well, the, the, the Bacon Gate thing stemmed from the difference between Canadian bacon and American bacon. Yes, apparently so. This is how and, it all began. And the, well, I'm not, not going to stereotype here, but the, the American people that were on the podcast suggest that our bacon is Canadian bacon. Well, that's what we thought it was. Yeah. When I actually looked into it, our bacon is actually the Canadian bacon plus the US bacon stuck together. Yeah, it is kind of, yeah. yeah well, actually, much. not separated, we'll say that, because they don't glue it back together to them.
2: <laughs> There's nothing wrong with American bacon. I quite like it. It's a bit of a tradition, actually, Christmas Day. We have American bacon, streaky bacon. So what do you do with the rest of the bacon? Oh, um, well, no, we just buy streaky bacon on Christmas, for Christmas Day, and then we have normal British bacon. Yes. So how,
0: how would you actually cook your streaky
2: bacon? In a frying pan. Or under the grill. And do, do it, it get nice it. and crispy? Oh yeah, proper crispy. Oh, I've just dropped my phone.
0: I've, I've never had nice crispy bacon in this country, oh, so... Good.
2: Oh, I, I I only eat bacon if I've cremated it. So it's proper crunchy and... oh, oh. See, I'm hungry now. I shouldn't <laughs> talk about this, this is a mistake. Um, <laughs> let's, let's leave that behind. Another thing I want to talk about, I put something up on... Um, on Facebook today because um, obviously being on half term, we've had a bit of a tidy up a bit of a clear out and all that sort of stuff and I discovered uh, the very old video camera that we have in our house and with it it's got all the leads and all the tapes and all that sort of stuff and I I was looking through the tapes and I found a tape that said WDW do not watch in front of the kids (laughs) no (laughs) WDW 1990 and I was like no so I managed to dig it out I managed to find the old video player uh, hook it up to the high def telly it's weird watching a video in high def anyway (laughs) um, and uh, basically I was watching back me as a 10 year old well 9 year old at Walt Disney World and I was I kind of put something out on, on Facebook saying I've just found this from 24 years ago what was the earliest year you have photos or video from so I was intrigued what's what kind of do you have any photos videos anything like that from <laughs> like when you were younger when's your earliest memory which one
0: Alan right okay I, I think I went in around 1990 to be honest I remember Mickey Mouse in a like a a silver foil tracksuit yeah in Epcot yeah I've got a feeling, although I'm not 100% sure, that the Aladdin Parade
2: might have been on at that point. It was... yeah, it could have been, actually. Yeah, about, Yes, it would have been, because I remember buying the Aladdin soundtrack on tape while I was out there and thinking it was the best thing in the world. So, um, yes, you're dead right it was. I think um, Oliver & Co. was on the parade floats.
0: Ooh. I remember seeing that. Okay. Maybe Roger Rabbit.
2: Yes, Roger Rabbit might have been around then. The big inflatable one. Really big, massive Roger Rabbit, I think. I wonder about the character, actual walk-around oh,
0: character.
1: Oh, right. yeah, yeah,
2: yeah, Roger Rabbit was walking around. Not enough um, Jessica Rabbit. <laughs> um, but- What about you, Dunks? Because you're much older than us.
1: I was going to say, yeah, <laughs> a few years older. I am... Um... I found a picture the other day, actually. The first time I went was 1979, so I was eight. And there's a picture of me and my brother on Cinderella's carousel, and it's, I look really cool nowadays because I've got uh, knee-length white tube socks on with nice. red and blue stripes around the top nice and uh i love spuds mckenzie who you won't remember but if josh was his he'd remember spuds mckenzie who was the uh the like logo for budweiser beer he was the mad dog they used to advertise budweiser beer i don't have oh, right, spuds okay. mckenzie t-shirt on i got that photo and the other photo debbie was digging through some old photos and i found one i've got which i need to scan and put in but a picture of the half built epcot ball that i took oh wow and That's it was built really cool. from the bottom up so i've got I've got that. So there the uh, I don't remember much about The only thing I actually I do remember at the park is we had um it was you know the old paper tickets back in 1979. Yeah. I remember going on Space Mountain and it had the old aircraft Seat belts, didn't have the proper belts. Yeah, yeah, you had. Yeah. I remember coming off of that and threatening that I would never go on that thing ever again in my life. I was petrified <laughs> and giving my ticket. My dad gave mine and my brother's ticket to go on it again. Nice. to these to these like teenagers at the time because they loved it. I do remember Brilliant. that, but I don't remember parades or or anything. To be time today,
2: I remember the parade. I saw the parade. Um, there was the Mickey Starland. The show was on uh, then, and yeah. um, these were the days. It turns out in nineteen ninety, these these were kind of the days when uh, Disney. Disney still um, knew that Songs of the South existed because there was a Songs of the South sign you could stand in and have your photo taken in and I was like, "Oh, that's rare, what's going on there <laughs> actually actually acknowledging Songs of the South actually exists um, and there was just all that like the stuff you were going, oh I forgot about that I forgot about that, in the parade, Dumbo was in the parade Dumbo, the actual not like a plastic one, they stuck on the front of a parade float, the actual Dumbo
1: head on the parade,
2: yeah you know, it Somebody inside a costume with their hands inside the ears waving them about. Oh, spoiling actually. the magic! Sorry, um, uh, but looking at the, the characters actually, you can see how the characters have changed uh, yeah. since in, in twenty twenty four years or so. Uh, but it was quite a nice uh, uh, look back. And I, I say I put something out on uh, Facebook. Uh, James Hunter said he's got a couple of old ones from nineteen eighty one. But uh, 1991 is the year he's got most of. Paul Boniface says 1990. has got nine hours of video over three C180s on a massive mm-hmm. full side VHS camera that he says he can remember being allowed to take on Big Thunder Mountain and Space Mountain with no insurance issues, but he did have a nice black eye at the end of it. I love, <laughs> I love the fact that he went on with this massive camera and nobody says anything. And now you can't go down a water slide with a pair of goggles on, you know. Um, Sarah Wheel, she says, 1990 for her too. Remember having pictures developed while they were there and buying albums to put them in, then realising had, they had to find room for five large photo albums in their luggage. Um, Stacy Brady said, photos of Disneyland, Paris from 80, uh, sorry, Disneyland from 80, 82 and 83. Walt Disney World photos and videos from 97, Disneyland Paris from 1998. She's even put a photo of herself from 1980 on there, which is pretty good as well. So... There we go. Right, what is going on in today's show? I suppose we haven't really said anything about that at all uh, as of yet. So what's happening today? Uh, We've got a load of stuff to do with Mouse meets we want to talk to you about. Um, I want to talk to you a little bit about Pixar in concert, which I enjoyed this weekend. And Dunks is going to... uh, We're going to talk about Dunks is one of his favourite restaurants anyway. It's uh, part of what we're going to be doing today. Dunks, have you ever been to Bournemouth? (laughs) 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 <laughs> have you ever been to BOMA? Uh, yes, I have. Oh, yeah. there you go. That would have been useful for two weeks ago, wouldn't it? Yeah. I don't know whether you heard the last episode. Um, <laughs> I did, yeah. Yeah, that was, yeah, great. Um, anyway, we're past BOMA, I don't care about it anymore. Um, so... <laughs> and Sana, too,
1: but you got Steve
2: to with Yeah, we got Steve exactly. to <laughs> it, it. was yeah. fine, it was all good. Right, um, let's uh, do some news. Good morning, sire. Good morning, Zazu. Checking in with the morning report.
0: Fire away.
2: To my sound, then that all went very funny. Going, so working now. It was fine. It sounded normal to it's me. Just sounded like it normally does. Just a bit, kind of there. Right, so we're getting our news. It's three by three. So, Alan, we've got Star Wars. Nothing but Star Wars. Did you actually just sing that? Uh, we've got the Disney ticketing centre debacle, and Craig.
1: Oh, is it me? Yeah. Uh, we've got... Oh, yeah, we've tell you. You say your bit shove. now.
2: There we go. So there are three bits of news that we're going to be focusing on today. Uh, Alan, do you want to start us off? I've dropped my phone again. Do you want to start us off with the uh, Star Wars nothing but Star Wars news? And you've got to
1: yeah. sing
2: the whole thing now. Yeah, I, I should do. You know what? Texting while podcasting should be a crime. I'm not <laughs> texting. No, I've got it up on here because I, I had Twitter open. That's why I'm actually texting. <laughs> You're tweeting. Even
0: worse. you know. Anyway, I don't know anything at all about Star Wars, so I don't know why I've assigned this one to myself. Um, Disney has announced the 2014 Star Wars Weekends yeah. and will be extended by an extra week. So instead of four weeks, we're going to have five weeks this time. Not only that, but there's going to be a nightly fireworks show, um, which is going to be called Symphony, Symphony in the Stars. And that's going to play out every night um, during the Star Wars Weekends. Um, with Star Wars Weekends is going to be starting on May the 16th, mm-hmm. and it's been going to go on every weekend until June the 5th. See so yeah, how I've managed to sneak that one down a bit? Clever, I like that. Um, also, the new theme for it is going to be called Join the Rebellion, which I assume that means something in Star Wars land. Yes. Yeah. I've been on been on Star Wars, but that's about
2: it you've never please tell me you've watched the films I've never watched the films oh
0: what I think they're on Netflix now so I might actually start
2: yeah please do Um, James if I'm I'm uh, gonna have to if I'm gonna have to endure the second half of Avatar so I understand the land when we go in you're gonna have to watch at least one Star Wars movie you're not going to have to understand the land Avatar. It's going to be glow in the dark plants. Oh, fine, there you
0: go. They don't have to watch. Just, just, to just watch fine. the
1: Smurfs. That's all you need to do. Same thing. <laughs> Same meat, <thing>, different gravy. <laughs>
2: it's IMAX Smurfs.
1: He's else, like, it's exactly right. 3D Smurfs.
2: Can I? Can I just just a point? We had this conversation of the week. Can anybody else tell me? You know, how do? There's only one female Smurf, isn't there? Yeah. Right, so how did they get all the Smurfs if there's only one female Smurf? That's all I'm saying. Okay, anyway I don't, know, I don't know where she's from. There you go. Kids who are listening, ask your parents. Right, continue. She was adopted. Um <laughs> James Arnold Taylor, whoever
0: he is, is gonna be hosting again. He's the celebrity host. Who's James Arnold Taylor? He's from the
2: Star Wars universe. If I knew what that was. He's um he runs the Death Star canteen. <laughs> <laughs>
0: right, okay. Does he, <laughs> he fry, about,
1: fry
2: about a mean pancake? <laughs>
1: Is the Jamie Oliver of Star Wars, is
2: that what you're saying? <laughs> it's, it's, if, if you... A J- Death Star Canteen, go onto YouTube, type in Death Star Canteen and watch the Eddie Izzard sketch, that's all I'm saying. Brilliant. Okay.
0: Um, also, the, one more thing is that Hyperspace Hoopla will not be returning. Oh, boo. Now, now the only bit that I want to say that I know about the Star Wars Weekends yeah. is the Hyperspace Hoopla, because I watched it on YouTube, I thought it was hilarious. I watched it with a friend who is very seriously into Star Wars, and they sort of spat the dummy yeah, out. It just so that
2: it was ridiculous. Cross. It is. It, uh, there's one year they had uh, Darth Vader doing uh, Michael Jackson with the sparkly glove on, which to Brilliant. the purists is, which to, to me is very funny. Which the purists is just wrong. So I I, I get I guess there'll probably be a divide, won't there? Just think, you could have had a nice hairy twerk off Chewbacca. <laughs> <laughs> I,
0: love that. I think it'd be hilarious. Yeah, I love it. But apparently, it's been. I wonder if it's anything to do with. The Lucas deal Obviously they've decided that they're not going to take the mick out of their own properties now maybe that
2: could be it that's a shame it's a shame because it is quite funny the hyperspace super. oh an extra so, weekend then so May and June That's your weekend's ruined oh that's it I was kind of hoping they'd just drag it maybe into like August then I can go oh I've just clicked the wrong button uh, then it can go into August and then I can go but it's not going to happen uh, right mine's going to take a little while so Craig shall we uh, push on to <laughs> your piece of
1: news well, yeah, sad news. I think if we were uh, on Top Gear now, we'd be going, sad news, sad news, sad news. A push, the talking trash can has been trashed, gone. Now, there's kind. I'll, I'll read the story, and then we'll go on about all the rumours around what yeah. happened. So... There was a press announcement from Disney basically saying that Push, the talking trash can, which if you haven't seen, is one of the the Tomorrowland trash cans in Tomorrowland and the Magic Kingdom yeah. that wanders around, uh, and it's there's a YouTube video I've posted a few times of him interrogating Alex and Kieran, which is quite funny, and Kieran's got luminous trainers on, he keeps calling him Bubblegum Boy. Um, <laughs> but it's a working bin, so you can put rubbish in there as well, and he, he walks around and he talks and interacts with the kids, and it's fantastic, when you see Push, everyone's very excited to it, and there's, you know, it's a Disney tradition it's it's a nice nice thing that Disney have always done yeah and it's come to an end now it's come to an end because the contract from the person that created tra- uh, push I keep calling him trash push uh, the contract expired now inside Disney rumorland uh, where you two live most of your time and I pop in now and again. Uh, right. The rumours are that the guy that was disappointed with Disney in the negotiation of the renewal and wasn't getting what he wanted and so kind of leaked out that it was coming to an end and maybe, you know, people should try and safe push the trash can and there's a great big Facebook group coming on and so on and so on. Disney didn't like this kind of approach, as you can imagine, because they're Disney and they're right in everything that they do, obviously. Yeah. And uh, so they've just terminated the contract. They haven't renewed it. And whether they are going to renew it, it looks like at the moment, they're not. Uh, I'm sure they will in time. They're just teaching this guy a lesson, you know, don't mess with the big boys. But well,
2: yeah. can, uh, from a, a lawyer point of view, can Disney yep. create their own version of Push now? All uh, trash.
1: Uh, well, it depends. You see, it depends on the technology inside it. So I would imagine being in America and it being very uh, based on on kind of litigious. Yeah. Uh, the guy that created Push has got certain patents or um, legal protections over the design Ooh, of Push right. and the mechanics within Push. So there's many different types of intellectual property. I won't to this yeah. into a legal podcast. That's my next venture. But one of those <laughs> things is is a patent which protects the design of something. And you know, for for us Brits, the Dyson Hoover is the one that everybody you know knows about he's got his special patterns and he's protected and yeah. dyson is the only one that can be as powerful as he well the guy that created push has got certain patterns around the technology used for push and i won't spoil it for the kids saying how it works but there's technology around how it works yeah disney cannot take that they cannot that you know they could do their own version of it so they mm-hmm. could go away to a workshop and they yeah. could create something but then you have another legal thing called you know it could be a passing off of his push yeah. because they've created something exactly so you know i could design a a, an iPad, like much like Samsung did, and although it uses completely different technology, if it, I think it's an iPad, and I pick it up, Apple have got a claim against me, yeah. and Disney come into the same, the same situation. And why would they want to do that? You know, they just pay the guy the money. They're just teaching mm. him a lesson in my mind.
0: Yeah, I, I, I read somewhere that's what's the what's we'll called Mister Trash, the guy who controls the yeah. push, the guy who's pushing the trash. I heard that he's he's registered as his product or his yeah. Um, item. Yeah. And to keep it relevant or in place, this legal exclusivity, yeah. you to sort of, you've got to say that you're using it within a year period or every so uh... often you've got to keep renewing in this license. And apparently he didn't renew it and it lapsed.
1: But I mean, they do lapse. These protections do lapse. So it depends on what protection he's got. So if he's got patent protection for it, they're only based on a certain jurisdiction so for example if he's only got the pattern in the u.s yeah. there's nothing stopping disney building trash and sticking him in disneyland paris or you know new shanghai or wherever they want to put him right they are they are they are location based they will they do lapse after a time they only have a certain validity because you can imagine you know if you can't say uh, for example i'm the only one that can do an ipad um mm-hmm. you completely corner the world and becomes uncompetitive yeah so there is a point of time where the idea of a patent is to protect your competitive advantage and that competitive right. advantage will fall away over years. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I just think Disney being slightly childish and yeah, bullish I about it, really you know, right. the guys, this is probably his, you know, his meal ticket. Obviously it's probably one of the things, he's, you know, he's got Disney massive client is happy. Probably was a bit fed up. Yeah. They're trying to nickel and dine him. Yeah. Not that they make enough money as it is. We'll get onto that. And, uh, you know, he, he, he voiced his frustration and, you know, he's probably reading he ever opened his gob, but yeah, like, well, I'm sure Pash will, push will come back. Pash? Pash. Pash.
0: Pash. Yes, they, they, they could do it like a, a 60s ashtray on a stand. <laughs> they could have ash. Ash. And, like, <laughs> Disney have got their own, um, what was it, mobile, Muppets mobile lab. They have, yeah. Which is this? Into the ether somewhere. They know how to do the technology and the the, the product there. Yeah.
1: Well, what about the one in the animal kingdom? Was it Pippa or whatever her name was? I can't remember it. There was something. I can't remember what it there's, was off the
2: top of my head. There's, um... Oh, what was it called? There's a palm tree. Where's West Palm? There's West Palm. Wes Palm. And then there was Divine, yeah.
1: Oh, if I was doing I would just turn the Casey statue to talk. That'd be funnier. There you go. Have that Do walking. Come that. off and walk off from the corner and start talking twerking people down, <laughs> down Main Street.
2: Well, I think we've upset uh, Disney have uh, upset enough people with push, and this week have upset people even further, um, because... They've decided they're putting ticket prices up, and usually they've given people a little bit of notice, uh, so they've had the chance to get it in advance. Whereas this one really has snuck up on people, and today, uh, which is Sunday, the uh, I like 20th... the sad music, by the way. I know, doesn't it work? It's it, this is this is just I've, I've chosen to do Pixar music, it's a bit um, like i tune like, anyway. Yeah, um, Sunday the 23rd, um, Disney have decided they are basically bringing ticket prices up again and uh they have risen every single price bar a couple of things which they've decreased we don't get too excited about what they've decreased uh all of the uh magic your way day up to 10 day tickets have now gone up just to give you some idea now it's going to cost you 350 instead of 339 for a 10 day ticket All of your park hopping have gone up by a dollar, except for if you decide to uh, book a two or a three day ticket and you decide to do park hopping, that's actually dropped by $10. I don't quite know why, I don't quite know what the reason for it is but it has dropped ten dollars so uh that's dropped down from 59 to 49 um but most of the stuff has gone up and rather than me going through everything which there's no point me doing because we can be there forever you just go over to disneybrick.com you'll find the uh new price and then in brackets and in bolt is the the previous price basically but just to sum it up um basically it's going to cost you th- over 300 dollars as an adult to go for five days or more now um I'm looking at that. It's $99 for
0: the Magic Kingdom for $99 one day. Dollars
1: now for one day for the Magic Kingdom, yeah.
0: Is that plus tax? That's
2: plus tax. Probably. Yeah.
1: Plus tax, yeah. yeah. You've missed out something quite important. Right? I don't know if you were going to come onto to it, but the sneaky so-and-sos have taken away the no expiration.
2: Yes, that was the one big thing, this no expiration mm. thing. Apparently, it had, they have kind of mentioned this was going to happen. Someone put on Facebook for me today that they have mentioned this, but... I don't get why they've got rid of this. And this is, uh, this is one of the things, you know, we love Disney and we talk about Disney and we say, you know, I think one of the good things in this podcast is we don't sit here and say, isn't Disney wonderful and never do anything bad because it, that's not true. And this is a perfect example of somebody, some money maker, somewhere has gone, I tell you what, let's put the ticket prices up now, even though we did it in June, we're not going to tell anyone and we're going to fleece people for more money without them giving the well, chance. Well, Easter's is coming, to... isn't it? Well, so exactly. Just... And I just think it's so wrong. For, from my point of view and from from Alan's point of view you know this isn't going to affect us in the slightest because we can get the, the UK ticket for the 7.14 or 21 days so this makes absolutely no difference to us whatsoever but for yeah. all of those people who go probably more regularly than we do cheers um, mate
1: yeah like you <laughs> yeah
2: um it's just wrong that they've done it again. You know, annual passes have gone up. Uh so what are your Florida resident, aren't you? Yeah. So your Florida resident pass now has gone from four six four to four eight five and the premium annual <laughs> has gone from five eight four to six oh five. Uh the <laughs> seasonal pass has now gone from three oh nine to three nineteen. Um it's just it's just ridiculous. An annual pass now has gone up by twenty five dollars. They don't um, need the money, it's just greed. It's stags and his mates. And this is this is the only thing, the one thing really that does irritate me that when they they start to do this sort of stuff. And you kind of think you see them do it without giving you any warning whatsoever, and you think to yourself, right, okay, do they really care about the fans as much as they try and say they do? You know, is this just another ploy to try and earn as much money out of them as as is physically possible? And I just find it really, really wrong. And when we put it up, actually, um, this is the reason why I have my phone out. Um, Baltimore Sandalots, who's one of our followers on Twitter. He came up with some really interesting points, and he sort of said, "Thoughts to ponder: Disney Fast Pass down to three only, bad move. Many rides and shows need to be changed and more interactive." And that kind of got me thinking a little bit about these changes in ticket prices and how it's now going to impact what's going on in the park. Um, we've obviously got an increase in price here, uh, and that's going to have an impact in its in itself. But it wasn't something I'd thought about until we'd had that tweet come through, that it's now only three fast passes at the park. So it's going to change the way we tour. But does this mean that we're now getting a higher price, but the conveniences are less? Are we getting less value for money is kind of the question I suppose I'm asking. I don't know what you think, Craig. Craig.
1: Uh, I think they're going to get to a point where they're going to... It's like somebody in Disney, right? This is what happens with a lot of these companies. They're getting yeah. a flannel that's wet, which is Disney, right? Yeah. And they're squeezing it, and they're wringing it out, and they, they're going to get to a point where they're going to rip the flannel to the point of bursting. And, you know, I know everybody loves it, and we all do, and that's why we're doing the show. Yeah. But you're going to get to a point where people are going to say, you know... But sod this for game of soldiers i'm not paying any more you know you go there the food goes up the fast passes go down yeah you're not getting any more for your money yes you are getting avatar land who wants it i'd vote to put the prices down and put Camp mickey and mini back to be honest with you if it <laughs> saved me 25 bucks well 100 bucks because there's four of us so you know a hundred dollars i'd have Camp mini and mickey back they're going to get to the point where it's going to get over expensive and they're just going to bleed it dry and bleed the fans dry and i just think you know i've never been a fan of stags getting involved in the running of the parks and this yeah. to me is just him taking it just too far and i'm sure he sits at home at night rather than watching top gear call the midwife that any normal husband should do on a sunday he's mm. trying to think how to screw people out more money the next thing he'll be charging you i don't know what charge you'll charge you for park maps yeah that'd be That'll the next thing they'll be giving those they will be a dollar each and you know you they'll get be to selling keep it them on
2: ebay
1: yeah you get to keep it have a park <laughs> map and you can keep it I just, what do you think, Alan?
2: Are we getting less value for money now? With, I, I'm just trying to think, how many fast passes I would usually have got in a day.
0: Yeah, I, I think. by the way that was sounding sort of too pro Disney here. They, they've obviously put together a big convenience thing, yeah, where you can pre-book your system. And I know that the yeah. whole setup that they've created cost a lot more than they thought it was going to do. Um, so they may be trying to reclaim some of the money there. But you do have this added element of convenience. You're not having to run from location A to location B to get your fast pass. You've actually got your your time slots pre-arranged before you even get to the park.
2: Yeah. So, that, so there's nice.
0: that added bonus there. Um, and there's potential for further interactivity. I think I saw something the other day where there's um, some new interactive um, posters where yeah. it's going to be drawing your face on them or whatever. I can't remember where that was.
2: Might be the might be on Main Street. Okay. Um, my, I think my concern though, and you say that is is not that it's about the the convenience and how wonderful all that is. My worry is, you know, that there's going to be more queues, or that the queues are going to build. There's going to be no interactivity there necessarily, and I'm not going to get as many fast passes as I used to. Whereas I might have used maybe four, maybe five in a day, and now I'm suddenly not going to get anywhere near that many, and it may mean that I'm getting less value for money because I'm not getting to go on as many attractions as I did when the old FastPass system was in. And now we know that ticket prices are going up, that we're losing a little bit of that value for money anyway, whether or not that's just going to have more of an impact over the fact that people are getting less and less FastPasses. I don't know. I, you know, I've not... I'm trying to work I'm, it out. I don't really know. I don't know. But well, the one thing that I'm, I'm thinking,
0: obviously we're, we're now saying that these prices are ridiculous, you know, it's nearly $100 yeah. per entry into the park. But... Now back in um I brought up nineteen ninety, right? Yeah. And back in nineteen ninety an adult ticket was thirty one dollars. Yeah. Now, realistically, back in nineteen ninety would you have gone, God, it's thirty one dollars to get into a park.
2: Oh yeah, now, no doubt.
0: Is it is it is it all relative? We're we're always looking at oh they've increased the price, it's very expensive, but we'll yeah. still go. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Next next year they'll do the same and we'll go, Oh, it's very expensive, but we'll still go. And then we'll look back and go, Well, it was only $100 a hundred dollars two years ago.
2: Yeah. No, that is true. Um, I think, you know, you look at how much it has gone up in 24 years. What we're looking at, a $70 rise in 24 years. So actually, in the grand scheme of things, it doesn't sound like a massive amount, but I think now you're pushing over $100 for one day at the Magic Kingdom. Uh, Mm -hmm. People are going to start to notice it, and it's getting to that point where, you know, as soon as we, as soon as, I would say, in the next year or so... um, both a one-day Magic Kingdom and a non-Magic Kingdom day are going to be $100 before tax. I wonder what they, what Disney are then going to do at that point, because that's kind of a point where people go, hang on, this is a three-figure sum for one day for one person. You yeah. know, suddenly so it's going to cost me $400 for one day in the Magic Kingdom.
1: Um, See, this is where you need... I don't know, maybe it's worth like speaking to Len or someone like that to find out how many actually one-day tickets they actually sell.
2: Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. They, I, they probably don't sell that many. They and don't that's sell that many. And have and they, they ditched are,
1: yeah. the? Because um, last time they put the ticket prices up, and I haven't read Disney Brit, so I apologise yeah. if it's on there, Adam. No. Um, but Magic Kingdom was more expensive than the rest of the park, so have yes. they kept that. Yeah,
2: they yeah, it they've kept same. that. That's still the same. So at this moment in time, one-day Magic Kingdom is costing uh, ninety-nine. It was ninety-five, and the non-Magic Kingdom is ninety-four. Was ninety. There's the $5 difference, is
1: it? Why? Uh, yeah. What's the
2: point? Oh, it's because Magic Kingdom is the most popular, isn't it? Yeah. Well, there's no expiration thing. Um, it was Nicola Thomas put on our Facebook. She's never quite understood it. Surely it's just a cheaper way of doing uh, an annual pass by just spreading your days out so it has no expiration. But I kind of thought, well, surely that is the point. Um, yeah.
1: No, I've got no exploration ones. I bought in 2004 when yeah. we bought our house, and yeah. I've still got two days left. There you go, then.
0: I was... I almost- like I've been looking at the the old prices for the no expiration rate right? yeah. and if you bought a 10-day ticket yeah. it was I don't know the exact figures about $320 yeah and then you were paying about another $300 for the no expiration option.
2: Yeah. Well that's more expensive than buying Would an you not pass. be better off buying shorter periods of time? Well yeah you would um but actually you would also think well if I'm going to use these 10 days in the space of a year it's cheaper to get an annual pass. But yeah. if it was but ten days, yeah. if Ten days you were going to mm-hmm. do over a space of, of two, three years, then yeah, it's probably worth doing it. Um, would, would you be better off buying? Say, say you were going for ten
0: days, and you thought, "Well, I'm only going to spend five days at Disney."
1: Yeah. Depends. How often if you, the you spent the ten,
0: up. if you bought a ten-day ticket, yeah, and then the ten-day ticket expiration e- option, which yeah. is going to now cost you another, well, double the cost, really. Yeah. Are you better off just buying the five? days and then another five days next year yeah
2: possibly
1: uh, you never know the rate they put the prices up I the thing, next don't, year. you don't
2: know when you're going to yeah. put the prices up because um, from what we, we've we looked at it was up in June and now it's up in February so twice a year maybe now is that what you're looking at yeah roughly June, June and February it's been Now, last time they did August, didn't they? And I don't know what we're going to do next. Who knows? It does make me cross, I'll be honest. It does make me quite angry at the fact that they've kind of done it again. But hey, we can't
0: i have just had a quick look into this. And the the $5 difference between Magic Kingdom and the rest of the parks says here that the additional $5 entrance fee covers the patent lawyer that is trying to screw over trash can man. (laughs) (laughs) Brilliant.
1: Um, I pay 5 pen more to get Pash back. Pash. Push.
2: um, push. Do you want to just
0: mention this... uh... I like a bit of Pash in the uh, Old
2: Magic Kingdom. Do you you just want to mention the ticket calculator on Touring Plans?
1: Yeah, I can do. So, uh, it's been going for quite a while, actually. But, you know, touringplans.com, very good site, lots of different things. Well, what they've always had on there is uh, the least expensive ticket calculator comparison tour which is very clever and i have um, spoken to len about this in the past basically what he does is he takes all of the factors in all of the tickets from disney and undercover tourist and you know even the uk tickets all yeah. of that information gets fed into his brain computer and mm-hmm. everything they do at touring plans and they can come up with the cheapest place to buy a ticket but it's not just say i want a four-day ticket you type in options so how many adults are going how many children are going how many days in the parks do you want to be be. Yeah. do you want to do more than one park one day and you type that all in and then you've actually got an advanced option as well where you can add water parks um you can add disney quest you can you know are you going to return within 12 months they have got on there the no expiration option which you'll have to change yeah. you type that all in and then it will tell you the cheapest place to buy a ticket so let's do me so we've got three oh well actually we now have to be four adults because kieran will be 10 four oh, yeah. adults how many parts do i want to go so i want to go for three days right so calculate that that would tell me uh, the cheapest place to buy a ticket is uh, with park without with or without park option Uh, with park option is the official ticket centre dot com yeah which is $1328 and from Disney would be $1368 there you go so there you go right so it's the
0: official official ticket centre not the official
2: ticket centre no 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 it's a company an outside company which um I think it's, it's unofficial but teams. official. Yeah, unofficial but
1: official. Well, they're the official ticket centre for them, aren't they?
2: It is. Yeah, for for touring plants. <laughs> <sorry. laughs> you yeah, are the official Alan Hooper. <laughs> yeah, that that is yeah. true. Uh, right, that's all the news we've got. Just a couple of things to go over as well. Just uh, we've been contacted by several people this past week. One of them is from uh, Carolyn Brooke, who sent us an email saying, um, "Can you, she said start off with? I hope you don't mind me contacting you, Carolyn." It's the Disney Brit email address. That's the whole point. We want people to contact us. Uh, Just want some fellow advice from a fellow shareholder trying to book a trip there as an anniversary surprise for a hubby. Let's please hope he's not listening to this right now. (laughs) Yeah, you just Um, ruined that surprise. The only phone number she can find for shareholders puts her through to a French-speaking machine. Is there a phone number to speak to someone in English? And if so... What is it? And uh, the answer is yes. There is one. Uh, the number is a free phone international number. It's zero zero eight hundred six four seven four five six thirty. It's open between nine thirty and five thirty Monday to Friday. So please do check that out. Uh, how also, many shares have you got? Sorry, how many shares? Have you Not got? enough to be part of the shareholders club anymore. Don't even get me started on that. <laughs> uh, since they changed the stupid rules. Um, the shares have sort of <laughs> dropped right down in price. At yeah, I'm being proper Disney rant nasty today, aren't I? Um, Tom Staggs. One mm. last... It's Tom Staggs' fault. It's like Michael Gove of the Disney world. Anyway, um, enough of that. Uh, one last thing. We did our um, Let It Go... Stuff on the last show and we found loads of different versions of Let It Go and someone pointed me in the direction of this. I want to play a little bit of this and we're just going to go to a very, very quick break before we come back and talk about some of the bits and pieces. But this is a guy called Sam Tsui, I think his name is. Basically, he's taken Let It Go and he's also taken Passenger's song Let Her Go and he's created his own mashup of the two. So I just want to play a little bit of this because I think this is pretty cool. Here you go. Let it go let it go, you only need the light when it's burning
1: low Let it go, let it go You only miss the sun when it starts to snow And here
2: I stand, and here I'll stay. You only know you love her when you let her go Oh, the cold never bothered me anyway
1: of of glass hoping one day you'll make a dream last but dreams come slow and they go so fast we see you when you close your eyes want to keep up to date with all the latest Disney news and rumors then make sure to check out www.disneybrit.com your number one source for the magical world of Disney.
0: Hey Disney Brit listeners, this is Mover Smitty, Mover Dave, Mover Scott, and Mover Rich. And we're the Imagination Movers! We'll be traveling all the way from New Orleans, Louisiana to play
2: a concert at the Bloomsbury Theater in London, England. We'll be appearing on May
1: 30th, May 31st, and June 1st of this year. Don't miss it. It's going to be a live concert extravaganza for the whole family to enjoy together. We'll play all our
0: big Imagination Mover hits. We'll have drum solos, guitar solos, and we'll even
1: have... Flying toilet paper! Woo-hoo!
0: To order tickets, visit thebloomsbury.com. Forward slash events.
2: That's Bloomsbury. B L O O M S B U R
1: Y. Listen for our Disney Brit interview coming soon. Thanks, you guys.
0: Will you help me hide a body? Come on, we can't delay. No one can see him on the floor. Get him out
1: the door before he can decay. Oh, hi guys, uh, this is your friend, friend, friend here and Mickey Mouse. Uh, and I just want you to know that I listen to and
2: love the Disney Brett podcast. Make sure y'all listen to, okay?
1: See y'all real soon. Anyway, hope you're all sorted now. Oh, hey, yeah, that's the end of the message. Bye bye.
2: Sorry, I had to play a bit of that. <laughs> <laughs> we're talking about different covers of different songs uh, I'm, I'm amazed how quickly all of these come out oh it's amazing it is phenomenal how many different versions there's some really bad ones as well there, but there's other ones which have got swear words and stuff in which we can't play because yeah. we're a family show so so we're not going to do those right uh, that's enough news and we've talked about enough moaning and groaning and griping and all sorts of stuff like that um, let's talk well, about my, Mouse Me you we? got me here what to do moaning groaning and griping yeah. right. we did so let's oh, talk nowadays. let's talk a little bit of this
0: Mouse Meets 2014.
2: Live from Manchester. Right, Alan, so what's the update on Mouse Meets this week? I have booked my hotel. Woohoo! That's it. I will be stopping at Brilliant. the Thistle, Portland. Yeah. You'll saying staying at Thistle, Portland, which is where I'll be staying as well once I've booked it. Yeah, you get it booked. The um, I was talking to... Our
0: um, contact there, who's yeah. typed in some details and said, oh, um, the Disney Brit deal's finished. Is that what? And said, it's what? what? And she goes, yeah, it's, um, it's, it's run out. The, if, we, if, you, if you booked up your hotel and you said that it was part of Disney Brit, you would get to the double room for £105. Yeah. That includes breakfast. Yeah. Or a single room for £95. Now, our previous arrangement was that, I think it was eight weeks from the day, about... Well, tenth of May. I'm trying to say the words here. That they would release the rooms to everyone else. Yeah. So obviously that time period is gone. Um, so they've now extended us to have a time period up until 28 days before the event. Which is lucky because so you I completely forgot. You've got another four weeks. Phew. Ish. That's lucky. Um, so um, I've booked in there. We've got. I'm there. Friday nights, Saturday night, Sunday nights. Look at you. Um, it has cost me a fortune, but I'm bringing my wife with us. So. I need to make sure she's happy. (laughs) Is that what we call I would travel lodge it. I would go even lower than travel lodge.
2: But my wife's coming. No, we're exactly the same. I'll be staying in a a nicer hotel on this occasion, which is all fine. Um, Any other updates with regards to any information we want to give away? We're very close to publishing itinerary now, I believe, aren't we? Yes. Um,
0: Um, We we do have a bit of information about um, one of the... Additional guests to oh, the yes. event, um, but to be fair, Chris has worked really hard in on this one. And so we'll let him announce that. I think he should announce it. Yeah, that's fair enough. I think we should let him um, announce so that. So I, I don't want to see if there's glory in that one. Obviously, Chris can't be with us tonight because he's got a, a pretty. He's engagement. left this
2: message. Oh no! Yeah, that's not
0: the um, <laughs> yeah he's so, decided that's to fun. sing
2: some. It's a small world instead. Yes, he has. Um, we so have
0: that's... got something that has been donated for the charity auction. Ooh, we are working yes. on items for that.
2: We've got um, some wonderful things from. The Imagination Movers, I believe. Yeah, the Imagination Movers.
0: A parcel turn up at my door, and I am overly impressed with this. And it's, hopefully, it's this will It's be... brilliant. I love it. I, I'm quite tempted. This is the weird thing. It's come here. I'm going to hold on for it for the next, what, eight weeks, whatever long yeah. it is. I'm going to bring it to Birmingham or Manchester.
2: You're not going to want to give it. It's Manchester this year. So, you, oh no, what am I doing? I've just pressed the button. I didn't want to do that. Oh, uh, what is going on with me and technology tonight? This is horrendous. I'm, and I'm quite tempted to buy it back. <laughs> yeah. That's the weird thing about it. Um
0: what we've what we've had from the Imagination Movers is a signed art card, yeah. which is um about I'm trying to work out, about four hundred mil square, forty so centimetres square. It? Uh, it's been signed by all the Imagination Movers. Um it's a nice bright picture, you easily hang it on the wall. Um it has got a lunchbox inside well a lunch bag really, it's like a little satchel um, and yeah. which says the imagination movers on it. It has got inside that a child's headband or hairband, which has also got the ears of Warehouse Mouse. I don't think it's been hacked off Warehouse Mouse, but I think it's obviously one of the I tall think Warehouse Mouse has,
2: has spare ear ears.
0: And also the Imagination Movers CD, which I should actually tell you which one it is because I, I dare say we've got more than one. Yes, they have. Now, on the outside of the box that turned up, it has got something sort of the customs declaration on it. Yeah, which is... gone this sort of says how much it is valued at and according to the outside it is valued at $85 there you go that's so, brilliant. Um, the the art piece signed art piece that's
2: $50 love it so everything else, so everything it's else brilliant so massive it. thank you to the imagination Movers for for our prize for massmith which is brilliant
0: and obviously we'll be doing an interview with them in
2: um, the coming weeks. Yes, we will. Yes, definitely. We'll be brilliant, doing that. So uh, we've got some more updates from Meets coming along very soon. Uh, hopefully in the next couple of weeks we'll be able to uh, let you know what's been going on with that, which is brilliant. But I want to talk to you a little bit about this music, or this type of music. Uh, because yesterday I had the great privilege of being invited along to the Royal Albert Hall to go and see Pixar in Concert. Now, uh, those of you who may not have heard of this, and it actually, it seems that a few people have put stuff on the, on the website today saying we had no idea this was about, we didn't know this existed. Uh, and basically, the Royal Philharmonic uh, Concert Orchestra were playing music from all, well, they say all 13 of the Disney Pixar movies so it was actually 14 now including Monsters University but at the time of the creation of this particular concert Monsters University hadn't been out yet it's a show that's been created by Pixar uh, Pete Docter has been the creative director behind it all and this was its UK premiere yesterday at the Royal Albert Hall and um, I don't know if you guys have ever been to the Royal Albert Hall but oh, the yeah. venue is stunning um, yeah. just phenomenal and we were, were fantastic where we sat We we able to see the whole screen everything was going on Are you on the floor? We were just above the floor, so we were kind of three rows up of the outer circle, the lower outer circle, so we were smack bang in the middle so I could see everything perfectly. I know there's quite a few people there as well um, from, uh, from the Disney community, which is pretty cool. Sadly, I didn't get to see all of them, but... But they were definitely there. And basically, what happened was, for the next couple of hours, the Royal Philharmonic Orchestra performed music from Pixar that had been possess- uh, particularly orchestrated to fit with the images, the visuals that appeared up on the screen. So you would find that all of the motifs and the well known music and all of those bits and pieces from uh, Disney, uh, all the Disney Pixar movies, were played and fit in with everything that was going on screen. Um, and please go over and read the review I put over on Disney Brit today. Uh, I honestly. Uh, kind of can't express just how good this concert is. Um, just phenomenal. Honestly, the quality of the music is outstanding. You know, the visuals that go with it. You kind of forget just how much music, recognisable uh, music that uh, Pixar have created. And the, the thing is, it's four guys that have done it. Michael Giacchino, um, you've got Thomas Newman, you've got um, Randy Newman and... Um, 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 Patrick Doyle who are the four that have created all the music for 14 of these movies and it's just the amount of times I had goosebumps I can't remember you know the I don't think there was a dry eye in the house when they did they did the marriage section of Up at the beginning and did it with live orchestra uh, that was phenomenal um, the, the Toy Story 3 the stuff they did as well was absolutely amazing it's just you know I, I cannot recommend this show enough to anybody and, and you know I as you know we don't sort of sit there and say it was wonderful because we we're invited or it was wonderful because of this or that or the other genuinely is one of the best nights one of the best concerts I've definitely been to uh without a shadow of a doubt without a shadow of a doubt um because it, it was just the amount of the goosebumps I had when I was listening to it and just hearing the music played live but it's sounding exactly like it does when you're watching the film is kind of a weird feeling Um, and I went to see Fantasia in Birmingham in December when the Royal Philharmonic did that as well and I enjoyed that but that's not a patch on this Um, you can tell Pixar had a hand in it from beginning to end you can tell you know that this is the story and everything throughout is, is told so well but it's just truly phenomenal so what I did was there, so has have got a little bit of audio, so I'm going to give you a choice, okay? So you two can choose. You're going to be the voice of the nation. I've got, uh, they're both about six minutes, but I've got um, some audio of the Toy Story 3 section, or I've got audio of the Incredible section, and you two got to decide which one you would like to hear the most.
1: Well, if I don't have to look at Alan in his incredible outfit, I'll go with that.
2: <laughs> no, you don't have to look at Alan in his incredible outfit at all.
0: It is optional. I'll put the webcam on as soon as you start playing it. <laughs> no, I'm not going to be doing that. How do you know that? I'll go around with it all the time. We know you do. There's nothing. Of course Don't you try do. and Make deny sure. it. We know day. you do. Yeah.
2: So, Alan, what are you going for? you going for Incredibles or Toy Story? Which one do you, th- do you want to go for?
0: Ooh.
2: I-, I think I'll be more Incredibles, I think. So you're both going Incredibles? Yeah. Aye. Right, in that case, sit back and relax, because for the next few minutes I'm going to play you just what the Incredibles sounded like live yesterday afternoon at the Royal uh, Albert Hall. <laughs> There's a couple of minutes from the concert yesterday. Just phenomenal, honestly. Uh, if it tours at the UK, which we're hoping it's going to do, there's no dates. Uh, I spoke to someone from the Philharmonic yesterday and they cannot confirm to me whether or not they're going to be going. They honestly don't know themselves. They cannot confirm or, um, deny. Cannot confirm <laughs> or deny. He doesn't know himself, he said. I, I honestly do not know whether or not we're taking this on tour. So we've done a lot of work on it over the past few days. Um, If we don't, I'll be amazed. But at the moment in time, there's no confirmation. The Tour of the Fantasia one, didn't they? They they? They did, yeah. They, they, They kind of did the dates at Royal Albert Hall, and then they announced that they were going to be doing it. But they've got the rights for it in the UK. I don't see why they're not going to take this on tour. If this goes on tour, I'm there. You know... Without a shadow of a doubt, I would quite happily have sat through the whole thing again and again and again. It is, ju- It was just such a good day. And the thing is, we had some small kids around us. There was a three-year-old sat behind us. There was like another three-year-old sat down from us. And you hardly heard anything from them for most of the time. Because they were sat there just engrossed in what was going on, seeing all their favourite characters on there. You know, the, the music was there for the adults as well. Um, and it's, it was just well worth going to see, without a shadow of a doubt. So on the screen was it actual animation or was yeah. it just pictures? No, no, no. It was the animation. So what they'd done is they'd recut each movie to tell kind of the stories it goes through and link the music with it. So you would get all of the animation from each movie to go, and, and the it would sync with the music. No, that's not too bad then, because
0: so, yeah. I've well, my wife went to an event where it was where they play the the snowman, yeah, and they play the music live, and it was a little bit
2: too highbrow for the kids that were there, right. No, this has uh, all the visual stuff from the film uh, on a massive screen, all in high definition. Um, so the kids loved it. And and the good thing about it is you're not listening to bits of incidental music. You think, do you know what? I don't remember ever hearing that in the show. I don't ever remember hearing this in the show. It's all the stuff that you remember, all the stuff that you know from each of the films that stands out particularly. So the Toy Story 3, they do a lot of the Toy Story motifs and actually towards the end of it, you know, there's the, the bit when they all start to hold hands and they're about to be burnt alive in the, the, tense Morgan, the tense moment um, the tense moment they do that bit in it as well and it's amazing um, just well I, ju- I can't recommend it highly enough so a big congratulations to the Royal Philharmonic Concert Orchestra a big congratulations to the Royal Opera uh, Royal Albert Hall for putting the event on and Long May it tour the country and be seen by millions of people so I can watch it again and again and again so be well taking your kids to without shadow of a doubt as forget, long as it comes to Leicester forget Disney on Ice take them to see this. No, I don't care if it comes to Leicester, I'll go to Birmingham or wherever, Um, but I'd just love to see it. I'm playing Toy Story in the background now, so you can hear that as we uh, continue our work here. Uh, Well, that is Pixar. If you want to go to Disneybrick.com, you can read my full review, but, you know, I think it's quite clear that I enjoyed it quite a lot. Food. Are we talking about food? Yeah, we love food. Before we start, can I check that we're talking about food of a restaurant that we've all eaten in? I don't want the same a mistake. You've been at Boma. No, we're not doing that one. So wh- where are we talking about? Um, McDonald's? you it talking about McDonald's. Where are we really I, I went to McDonald's,
0: right, to have a, a salad. Yeah. And they'd ran out of salad. That's rubbish. And they said, oh, well, just rip up some lettuce and tomatoes and cucumber. And I thought, that's like a poor man's salad. That, but is.
2: that is salad. That's what salad is. <laughs> Yeah, but it's not its not the... Um, you put the, lettuce and tomato do, in my salad? Deluxe right? fried chicken with Caesar salad dressing. Oh, is that what it is? You wanted, it was the chicken and the dressing you wanted, wasn't it? Yeah. If you I don't just give me chicken and this. dressing and no salad, you'd be happy. I don't want any of that
0: flat lettuce either. I want the old spiky stuff that makes you cough as you swallow it. Nice. So you like to
2: be tortured while eating.
0: Anyway, where are we really <laughs> going to? Um, I think I think uh, today we should go to... Do you like the accent? scent?
2: Where are we go? Yeah, I'd love to know where we're going, though. I don't know your accent is. <laughs> via Napoli. Via Napoli. Is that where the we're via heading to Via today? Napoli. Via Napoli. Via Napoli. Is that the one.
0: You said all. Right.
2: No, yeah. we're going to Via Napoli then. Okay, Via Napoli. Why have we chosen Via Napoli? I don't know. I've never been. You've I'm never just been. Kind of like I have been once. Okay, so we're actually going to a restaurant that we've all eaten in, Craig.
1: Oh, many times. Oh, there
2: you go. Via Napoli is. St- stunning right so That's we're it, talking yeah. about via Napoli, and let's go through the stuff that you can get in via Napoli. uh let's go for via Napoli dinner um although to be honest i think both lunch and dinner menus are pretty similar so as i say that it takes forever to load so okay s- to start off with your appetizers crispy fried vegetables which is fritto de verdura uh you've got roasted peppers tomato onion and garlic they make up the pepperoni arostiti uh yeah. salam e provolone what's that the accent is rubbish. I know this is this is me doing a Chris this is. I've not looked at it properly. Uh you've got the Gambaretti e Fagioli. Be careful how you say that. Uh Proscutio Melon Mozzarella Caprice uh Arancini uh calamari fritti. Look at this, I tell you tortellini <laughs> in Brodo, Pastorel Fagioli, uh Isolata del Contadino, and Fritto Misto. What is had? Fagioli? What's what? Fagioli? Fagioli. Do you not know it, you're Italian? Is it beans? It's beans, yeah. Fagioli's beans. Well, this is well, the bit really I was really talking mean. about. Yeah. This bit. It's like a man stood at the back of the orchestra with a piece of metal smacking it. It was weird. Um, has anybody ever had a starter? An appetizer?
1: Yep. What have you had? Uh, I have had the Proscretto di Melani. Okay.
2: The palm ham and Melon. Right, palm ham. Ham and that's melon, it. basically. Yeah, back in the eight. Nine dollars—that's a lot for ham and melon. It was right? a
1: sharesies. I oh, remember right. having it with my dad when we went in there as a, a family thing for my when it was my mum's birthday. Right, okay. off time there with us, uh, and that's one of his favourite things. I've had that before. That was nice. And Deb's has had the minestrone.
2: Yeah,
1: because uh, she likes minestrone soup. But now I've learned that you don't have any of that. You just fill up on bread and then oh, have a pizza.
2: The pizza. well <laughs> This is a what bread come bread to. starter and the bread main.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, pretty really.
2: much. Uh, and yeah. Well, yeah. Um, The pizza is what people go for, really, though, isn't it? It's all in wood-fired ovens. Um, Basically, the water they use is as close a match as possible to that of Napoli. Um, And finally, last summer, I actually got to taste proper Napoleon... Is that what they call it? I don't know. And the flour. Don't forget the flour. please. No, not police. Um, Yeah, the flour. Uh, Proper pizza from Naples, anyway. And I can tell you now... Napoleon's with complete pizza. Napoleon's Pizza with complete authenticity, uh, or whatever you want to call it. But they do taste very, very similar indeed. Um, now, there's there's kind of a lot of different choices of pizza. Um, so do we want to just kind of go through what what we can get? You can basically get different sizes of pizza. You can get an individual, you can get a large, and they can get the mezzo Metro, which is basically half a metre. Now, you've had the half a metre, haven't you, Craig?
1: Oh, yeah, every time.
2: So, just yourself, is that?
1: No, uh, I I let Kieran and Alex have a slice each. Oh, that's good of you. No, we have it between... Debs doesn't have it. She has um, pasta. She'll have the veggie lasagna. Right. Um, But then the three of us will eat that pizza between us. So, the type of pizzas you've got
2: are the following. You've got the Capri. Uh, which is eggplant artichoke ham and mushroom you've got the pepperoni which is your, your traditional pepperoni you've got the picante which is uh sauce a tomato sauce italian spicy sausage and mozzarella you've got the cassia carciofi is that right or <laughs> cassioffi i don't want that uh white pizza artichoke fontina mozzarella and truffle oil you've got the quattro formaggi which is for cheese you've got the proscutio and melon Oh, why why melon on a pizza yeah. why why What is that all about you've got fungi pizza uh which is basically pizza with mushrooms on it uh and the broccolini which is broccoli fontini mozzarella and fresh diced tomatoes and um, where's so Hawaiian uh, yeah <laughs> <that's>... meat <laughs> feast mate uh, yeah <laughs> I have a meat feast
1: we've got stuffed crust they haven't got any pineapple on
2: the pizza? Um, do you not find... Do you not think, though, half a metre pizza for $41 is a lot of money?
1: Oh, it is a lot of money. Yeah, you know, 30 quid or whatever, it's a lot of money. But that feeds... It, you know, we're greedy because I like my pizza, but that would feed yeah. a family of four, you oh, know, right, two okay. adults, two kids easily. Fair it enough. would. How many How many people that eat your pizza? Uh, me and two little small children. But it would, and, you know, a normal family. A normal family. That would easily... <laughs> <laughs> it's it's massive, right? It is you know, they say half a meter it looks I think it's half a meter wide rather yeah, than long because it's, it it's much longer than that and it comes up on a on a raised um platter. So yeah. it sits kind of above the it's table. Above the
2: table and it's it? huge. It is. it is massive. Uh you've also got your pizzas uh, in there, you have got lasagna, you got candela, you got spaghetti, you've got crema con polo, which is macaroni and chicken um you've got linguine as scorgilio <laughs> which is scoglio you've got you you've got that as well <laughs> that one's um sh- like seafood uh you've got the parmigiana which is chicken breast tomato sauce parmesan uh cheese and with roasted potatoes uh tortini blah blah dim. blah, blah, blah. Let's, let's be honest, blah, let's oh, be honest. You know if you're going it's there just pizza
1: Right, if you're going to Via Napoli, the only reason you're going there is because you're fed up with American, horrible, deep-pan rubbish pizzas. That's true. And you're in England, and, you know, you have sport with, you no know, good pizzas, Easy's, Pizza Express, whatever, yeah. good pizzas. Yeah. You want a good pizza, that is where you're going to get the yeah, best Via pizza Napoli. I have had in America, full stop. Yeah, without a
2: shadow of a doubt, it's definitely the place to go for pizza. Can I uh, just move us on to desserts very quickly then? Because there's one dessert I've tried, and I don't know whether you guys have tried it, and it sounds disgusting, but, yeah, it is amazing. And that's the Zeppoli di Caterina, which is the ricotta cheese fritters. So it's basically fried cheese. (laughs) uh, And it comes with whipped cream and chocolate sauce. Right. And it sounds wrong, but, Mm. oh, man, they're so good. Has anybody else tried those?
1: no i always have the pistachio sorbet because i love pistachio ice cream and i know it's not an ice cream but it's near enough to it so i have that
2: next time you go you need to try the ricotta cheese fritters they do two other stuff yeah as you just said the ice the the sorbet vanilla chocolate pistachio lemon uh they do an apple cake they do a mascarpone cream uh like tiramisu thing they do well it is tiramisu it's not even a thing it's tiramisu (laughs) um they do a ugly but good uh, cherry and vanilla gelato sundae and they do ice cream sodas as well. Uh, but um, What's the difference between gelato and ice cream? Gelato is ice cream, sorbet is sorbet.
1: Okay. And they do good, um, you haven't mentioned the kids stuff, you're coming on to it, but oh, yeah they, they do it. good calzones for the kids. Yes. They're really good. They're yeah. big as well. They're a bit expensive, but they are big. Yeah, calzones are
2: good. But and, and then you get even. We can even get down to the beers and all the other beverages and stuff like that. They've got so much stuff. Italian sodas. They've got this blood orange, kind of um, fruit juice cocktaily thing. It's like blood orange and strawberries that do seem to go down extremely well. Uh, is that? Have you had one of those, Alan? Um, no. Y- oh. You never guessed what I had when I went. What did you have? A poo. You had what? A poo. You went for a poo.
0: <laughs> I, w- I went the week that it opened. <laughs> we just eaten in uh, the Mexican pavilion. Yeah. And uh, we just had to rush in and use the toilets.
1: <laughs> so you didn't use the fountain outside, Al. That's all right.
2: Yeah, that's good. I have got, I have got class. Yeah. But the amount of cocktails and drinks and stuff like that, they've got in there as well. I'm trying to bring the... I bumped into Justin machoni in uh, Via Napoli. There you go. That's, that's a name for you.
0: I bumped into several people as I was squeezing past the tables.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, i would go and watch. Call the midwife. Yeah, I would. <laughs>
0: I would. I really would. Um, apparently, but, you could have a lemon drop as well. That's quite <laughs> <base>.
1: nice. <laughs> well, welcome back to your mass cast. How,
2: how, spa- how was it? Like spaghetti, or was it like tubes? Or was, it, <laughs> was it macaroni? Was it's it? Certainly not tubes. <laughs> <laughs>
0: cannelloni <laughs> you can get a cannelloni oh no I said it wrong it's cannoli martini I was going to yeah. say cannelloni martini that would just be do you right. know those
2: ricotta cheese fritters with chocolate sauce they're little round balls <laughs> anyway um, <laughs> <laughs> oh it's just got silly kids now. can get a cheese or tomato pizza <laughs> that's good so we're all recommending this place Definitely. Yes. I, yeah well I've,
0: I've, I would say on my, on my scale of one to ten, it was the it was a number nine, there. <laughs> not number two. <laughs> not
2: number
1: two.
2: Um, We've booked reservations there again for the summer because I enjoyed it so much. So we're definitely going I back. Just there. Booked up. You've you've just what? You're not going? I just, I just walked up. And you I really just went. walked up. So we booked it just in case. So uh, that's pretty good. So I'm looking forward to uh, to going back there. Is that everything? Have we got anything else? Have we we covered everything? We haven't done refurbishers. Oh, we we haven't done refurbishers. Oh, should we do them quick? Otherwise you'll get cross from me because we haven't done that. You'll be very surprised. So, monorails starting 21st of uh, January. Service on the Magic Kingdom Resort and Express monorails will be unavailable on weekdays between 11am and 7pm uh, because of planned maintenance. Splash Mountain is closed 2nd of Jan to the March. Celebrate the Dream Come Two Parade as ended its run on January the 4th. New festival, uh, festival of fantasy will be beginning in the spring. Plaza restaurants closed February 17th to March 15th. Pinocchio Village House February 17th to March 30th. Push, the talking trash can, is no longer performing. Uh, he's dumping his waste mm. somewhere else. Maybe via Napoli. Um, Hollywood well, Studios maybe. has got a uh, studio backlog tour. American Film Institute Showcase found at the end of the attraction are closed through to March 1st. Uh, Festival of the Lion King's closed for a six month move. And uh, you'd be surprised to know the parking lots H, I, J, and K are closed in preparation for a multi story car park. And Team Mickey's now closed to make way for Marketplace Co op. What's going on over at. Uh, Disneyland Paris, Alan.
0: At Disneyland Paris in the Disneyland Park. We've got the Temple de Peril is closed until 30th of April. We've got Autopia, Oh, Autopia is Autopi- back open. Yeah. Yeah, it opened about a week ago. Um, Casey Jr. is going to be closed on certain weekdays. That's all we've been told. Yeah, that's it. Just say. Le Pays de Conte de Fer is closed on <laughs> certain weekdays. Okay. How vague is this? Oh, that is very vague. Thunder Messiah Riverboats is back open again. Messiah, was that? Yeah, Messiah. The Thunder Messiah. It's a really good ride. That one. Captain Nemo is closed until the end of March. Yeah. To be fair, I thought they would scrape that one out of the parks anyway. Um, Walt Disney Studios has nothing closed. (gasps) What? Not even um, Armageddon. Not even Armageddon. Tram tour. Tram tours
2: open. Oh, good. Everything's open. Well that's what we're led to believe anyway Yeah that is what we're led to believe Whether or not that's true I don't know But uh, Lovely and of course Ratatouille is on its way And if you go to com, you'll find a video From the recent uh, shareholders meeting where They're talking a little bit more about this attraction Have you taken a look at this? I've, I've noticed that you fell for a fake um, logo Yes I did fall for a fake logo That is true I did. I've got to thank Steve from uh, Dedicated to Disneyland Paris because um, I put in official logo um, in for it, and uh, that one came up, and I was like, right, that must be it because I couldn't. the others. There wasn't any others, and it turns out there isn't an official logo yet. Steve had created one and I've stolen his logo so that's on our website now but thank you Steve for creating that wonderful logo and if uh, you may have noticed via Twitter today we have decided and passed uh, by law that that is now the official logo and it doesn't matter so there you go it has saved Disney several million it has we've just done it for them right that is the end of the show which means it's time for this our new outro music and still no one's complained about it so I'm keeping it
0: you still haven't really told us where it is from where is it from? I'm thinking know? it's Frozen. It's from Frozen. For
2: which part? Love is an open door. There we go. Which is the bit when they, they sing and finish each other's sandwiches. So, thanks to Dean Packingham uh, for joining us this week, according to my notes. That's what it says there. Uh, he, oh no, that was two weeks he's ago. He's back in principle. <laughs> uh, thank you to Craig for joining us. <laughs> it's a pleasure, guys. And thank you for Alan for joining us no problem sometimes sometimes some just depends what day of the week it is and whether he needs to go to the toilet in Napoli, yeah. uh, you can go to Facebook like our page you can add comments to all the stuff that's going on over there do follow us on Twitter at Brit. email us on radio at DisneyBrit.com just like Carolyn did and we'll either use it on the show or we will reply to you anyway but uh, if there's a question or comment suggestion anything you've got please do let us know don't forget you can review us on iTunes go over there whether it's UK or US please go and do that and uh, also Go over to mousemeets.co.uk to buy your tickets for Mouse Meets, and you can email us anything Mouse Meets, mousemeets at Disneybrick.com. Uh, if you want to ring us, please do ring us on 0121 288 2748 or on 407 5454 605. We uh, haven't got that one anymore. Oh, we haven't, so it's just 0121 288 2748. Ring us on that. And yeah. we have had one phone call this week from someone asking about work experience. I don't know. So, uh,. <laughs> <laughs> no we don't do work experience but thank what, you for wanna it anyway. True. they want to be something like that anyway right we're back in two weeks time we'll see you then so until then have a good couple of weeks and we'll see ya.
1: gosh everybody <laughs> that was swell